How you doing? This is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. My name is Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm TJ Miller. And right now you're listening to Sandra Carusi. The one and only Sandra Carusi. Carusin on down the listing highway. Welcome to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. How awesome is this? Live on the radio. Oh, I remember this song. Do you remember song? this song? Yeah, I do. Do you? You're a superstar. Yeah, Frank Spadone. Do you remember this? Come on, I'm a Guido. You're a Guido. Where, where did we, what clubs did we yeah. go to? Was it the government? Where did we yeah, go? Yeah, RPM. RPMs. That's across the street from here. Yeah, that's This is awesome. like college days for me. This is... Well, this is the band Love Inc., and the voice you hear is Simone Denny, who actually sat in on the show last year. She's yeah. She's a great independent artist now. Award winning. And uh, she's Gee, where be could you see her coming up if you wanted to <laughs> see her live? Well, why, thanks for asking, yeah. Dean Young. May 26th at the Phoenix Concert Theater featuring Frank Spadeau. Look out. Yay. Dean Young. Yeah. Techie Tom in the nude. Nice. Doo Wops. Katooch. Well, and and uh, John Johnny Katooch. Johnny Katooch. You and know him from Mace. You Gotta Eat Here. Yeah. And um, me. Sandra Carusi. Tits and giggles. Oh, can we say that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's no. called. It's a science term. Why not? <laughs> you could have teats. Auto teats. It's um. It's a big f- uh, event happening at the Phoenix this Friday, May twenty sixth. In yeah. uh, my honor, which I'm very touched. Yes. Being touched right now. And we also know. have like, uh, uh, <laughs> my foot. I got long toes. <laughs> we also have the lovely country music recording artist yes. Danny Strong. Yes, she is kicking it on country radio in Canada, and yeah. I'm very happy. And Brent Jackson from The Junction. Yeah. So we have new rock, we have country, and we have pop dance artist Simone Denny. All and performing. some good Canadian comedy. Yeah. It's going to be a great night. It's right? going to be a great night. The tickets are going really well. I'm very happy. And it's just, for me, it's just nice to have everybody I like and don't like in one room. Yeah. <laughs> I can round up some people you don't like, I'm sure. A lot of radio people, a lot of comedy people, a lot yeah. of friends from high school and everything. So I hope you go join us. Go to ticketweb.ca going to be like one of those Italian weddings where there's people you, you know, they come, but you're not even sure you want them to be there, but you got to invite them or else they get mad at you and they're put a Italian voodoo on you. Yeah, the malocchio. Yeah. Bring envelopes of money, everyone. Envelopes. So Frank Spadone, a 20-year veteran of Canadian stand-up, tours <laughs> regularly in the U.S. and Canada. Um, he's even been on the road with Jeremy Hotz and Angelo Sarukas. Yes. And you see him uh, at Absolute Comedy, but anytime you flick on the Comedy uh, Network, did I say that right? Or Comedy Channel. On Canada, that's Comedy, comedy Network. Comedy Network, yeah. I'm, a, I'm just a leader in comedy in this country. <laughs> no, but Frank's on there often and um, been at the Just for Last Festival in Montreal numerous times, and he's here. Thank you for coming, Frank. Thanks for having me, Sandra. Yes. I'm so excited. My friend. Yeah, my friend. Well, we're just going to have you all to ourselves today. Wow. Just yeah. me. And Dino? <laughs> yeah. That's all you need, really. That's yeah, it. that's it. Me and Frank. It's very we're, intimate. We're, we're saying off mic, what was the weirdest uh, place you've done a radio interview? Yes. Because we've all done them. The phone-in. The phone-in. Phone phone yeah. yeah. Dean? Uh, I've done phoners when I was going to the bathroom. Nice. Like I nice. was- like now, like mid, yeah. like mid action, like mid, nice, mid, uh, mid drop. This is going well. <laughs> yeah. This is going well. Yep. You know, because uh, literally, hey, literally, what station was I'm that? I'm a busy man, boy. I'm a busy boy. Uh, it was like, what's the talk radio station in my hometown actually? Because I nice was going one. up there to do some shows. Uh, T Bay, 
Yeah, not CKPR. Okay, magic. It matter at magic. This point. As soon yeah. as you said Thunder Bay, it really oh, doesn't that's matter. Hilarious. Well, every city in Canada has a radio station called Magic. So this was that particular. <laughs> well, and yeah. you were making magic. And it's while always you were with a magic. J. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always that's right. Because it's funky Boulay. radio. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Frank, how about you? Weirdest place you've done a radio phoner? I've done a few weird ones. I know. I remember, and it might have been Thunder Bay as well, <laughs> where it. Why is it no always respect, Thunder man. Bay? Thunder Bay always gets, you know crapped on in a, in a, so to speak i was in i had to go into my uh i think it was so early in the morning that i didn't want to wake up because once my kid gets up it's a lot of noise i had to go into the garage i had to undo the co- i'm like i'm being too loud i had to go and i sat in my car in the garage oh and my then God. i think people woke up and then they started oh my vacuuming God. and my central <laughs> vac started going off it was like what the heck's going on that that was one that I remember. I've done tons in my yes. like basement trying to get away. I, you know that you know that thing that went viral where the guy was like live on some. It was like TV, and his kids started coming in, and they yes. thought it was the nanny, but it was his wife. Scrapping <laughs> <laughs> the kids. Always oh, well now with live. That yeah, that's happened to me like on. But ra- thank God it's radio. Like where I'm like I'm sh- I'm, <laughs> I'm like oh, oh yeah, like waving at my kids. I I remember they had uh, when Rudy Giuliani was was mayor. I think it was when he was reelected, right? So yeah. they were doing like the press conference, and his kid is just jumping all over the place, like jumping on his shoulders and r- tugging on his jacket and stuff. So oh my SNL gosh. had Chris Farley play his kid, <laughs> He's, like, this hyper little fat kid. Yeah. Okay. Well, mine quickly before the break. Uh, my ex-husband was a radio announcer, and uh, he worked uh, different hours. Anyway, I was doing supposed to be live and calling with doing breaks. Okay, oh, this wow. was when I was in dance yeah. radio. And me and him were having an afternoon delight moment, and we stopped, and I called in, live from Collingwood! And I was nowhere near Collingwood. Uh, and um, I did <laughs> well, a cut-in. Yeah, I did a lot of cut-ins. You did a cut-in, and he was cutting in at it the was like ski. It, yeah, it was like from a ski hill I was supposed to be at, oh, yeah. and I just never made it. There was we some kind it. of wood going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Total. <laughs> Look oh. out. And then more recently, because um, my life's changed so much, I was live with Oakley, and my kid was in the background. Mom, you said I could go. Oh, yeah. da, da, da. And then so the producer, Tony Tedesco, goes, next time you do one, can we just make sure the kids aren't around? Yeah. You so, know, I think that ha- it's funny, because I think I was living with, because, you know, I, I lived with my parents for a long time because you know how these <laughs> ethnic course. things work so and i think i was on the air and i could swear my mom had no idea i wouldn't tell my mom hey i have a radio interview so i was up in my room <laughs> where i hang out in my bunker and uh and I, she was like i'm like oh my god how do i how do i i think, how do you, I think how my do you lunch avoid- or dinner was ready i know thank god this is pre-recorded kind of uh this is uh <laughs> we're kind of live well, we're going to talk yeah. more with uh, Frank Spadone and some road stories and some um, we antics. We might have some surprise special guests. We might. Some we might. phoners. We might have yeah. some phoners from people in the bathroom and stuff. But we're going to talk about Frank working in the U.S. and what's going on there and yeah. stuff we talk There's about. a bunch of club gigs happening and your show yeah. and everything. I know. I know. That's, That's the pinnacle of your career right there. Right there. Uh, we'll talk more with uh, Frank Spadone here on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640. Hey, this is Russell Peters, and you're listening to Sandra Juicy Carusi. <laughs> inside jokes. <laughs> and with Frank Spadone, we have a lot of inside jokes after I've performed <laughs> with him. And uh, we were just talking about some of my favorite jokes. I think um, 
and Dean, you can relate to this. If you, when you have a great chemistry when you're working with people, I'm sure there's. You just went on tour with some yeah. cowboys and Indian people, yeah. And yeah. Uh, um, but you have a chemistry with other comics, and you just know their material. They know yours, yeah. and with Frank, he knows nothing of mine. But I know all of Frank Spadone's material. You are totally wrong because I know all that. Because <laughs> I have stuff. four jokes. I know. <laughs> what you, I mean, I've heard them so many. No, I mean, yes. come on. That's what I worry about. I've been around so long. I wonder what everyone's heard. But it's really weird because you keep thinking. People want to hear new stuff, and you do it, and it goes well. We're like, but you didn't do my favorite. Yes, and, that's right. And you constantly get that, but I know you've got great jokes about No, no, let's talk. I want to talk about what you just said, because I was just saying before the break, my sister likes your joke that you do about your wife when you make fun of your wife driving, yeah. like talking really fast, which is hard to do. You do a, it's probably a minute. It's a good, yeah, I got to remember to breathe. I couldn't be a singer, because I don't breathe in the right Diaphragm places. Diaphragm and radio, we learned that. Yeah, yeah, I got, it comes from below. Uh, like I got a lot of space. So you go on a rant and you're making fun of your wife talking to you in a high pitched voice, which is a great little bit. But Mm -hmm. like you said, everybody's got a favorite bit of yours. And so how do you know, this is what I always know, want to know, how do you know, and I've asked you this backstage before Mm -hmm. we go on stage, um, what bits, I know we all target which audience we're going to play, but you have a fan base when you do your theater shows yeah. But then when you're not doing your own show and you're doing another gig, like mm-hmm. how do you know what material to pick? It's, you know, that's what's nice if people go on before you. Like it's hard when you're the first guy up, let's say after the MC. That's always the tough thing, okay. right? And, uh, but like that's one way of gauging See what are people laughing at. When you're on a show, an ensemble with a bunch yeah. of people, let's say you decide to do, you know, just one of those, you know, just comedy nights somewhere in, 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 in town. Or you just look at the audience. You got to see their age, but you know. And then at that, you're not always right. You're, yes. You, you 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 think, oh, they're gonna like this stuff, and then you go a certain direction, and then they like the stuff that you don't, you wouldn't suspect. So you right. just you kind of you got to throw a couple out there. It's like it's while like you're a, on stage, yeah, you're just, well, yeah, you just you just got to do it, and, and and you yeah. almost feel their energy. Of, yes. Okay, they're gonna they're going this way with it. They like this. They like yes family cleaner jokes or I'm going to go observational and just talk about what ha- what I saw in the news or yes. whatever and it's so bizarre like it's that's like that's dancing. what keeps us coming back yeah it's or, ballroom dancing like you're leading they're leading you where you have to go yeah or uh, what I was just thinking in my head as we were talking cuz our brains are like yeah. that we get these visuals I, it's like a picture you know what are they what are they what are they swinging at what are they not going to swing at like you yeah. know I don't yes. maybe it's that I don't know like what are they going to or like fishing oh do they want do they want, oh, I'm going to go with the live bait. I'm going to yes. go with the worm. Uh, that's not working. Let me put this lure on. And not yeah. that I'm a huge fisherman, but that's <laughs> the only thing I ever caught. It's true, Dean. It was a freaking cold. Yeah, it's true. You kind of roll with it and adapt to whatever the crowd is, right? And you, there is that thing where you walk into a show and you kind of get that that vibe from mm. them right away. It's just like they're going to be this kind of crowd. They're going to be that kind of crowd. Mm-hmm. You, like you can never be chiseled to exactly what you planned on doing that night. Mm-hmm. But, you know? but that's what kind of keeps us... That's what it's that weird oh, yeah. dangling carrot in front of us. Yeah. Is that yeah. that that's the thing we want to keep strong. Like we want to be able to make any audience laugh, and yeah. that's what keeps us coming back. Yeah. And it's so weird. It, like nothing motivates you more than having a set that you think you could have done better at, or mm-hmm. like mm, was it me? Did I not prepare enough? Was it the crowd? I'm going. Oh, I'm coming back. I'm going to come back next week. I'm going to go tomorrow. You know, I always, like, uh, I always keep. Yeah, it's true. Cause it's almost like you're riding this invisible wave, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like when you when you catch that and you just like you, you you're soaring on that. It doesn't matter what the crowd is. And I used to do this thing where if I had if I had a show where even if I didn't bomb, but like I wasn't happy with how yes. it went, you know. And if it was like a, a 
a bigger show. I would take like a ticket or something from that show and I would put it up on the fridge. And it's almost like an AA chip, oh, right? It's just wow. like that's nice. the last time I didn't do it right. Wow. And you kind of you would think like, well, what, what was the reason? That's for that? hardcore, Dean. Well, and every that's time awesome. I did that, yeah, I always it is thought, awesome. And it's a great it, idea. And you mm-hmm. can't really ever like because you're you know sometimes there are bad crowds, obviously, but it's still our job to make the most out of that situation right. and just grab them by the throat, right? Is it like when I put a picture of me when I'm 18 on the fridge <laughs> with my shirt off and thinking <laughs> that was the last time? <laughs> yeah, you're I gotta buff. look like that. I gotta go to the gym. No, but it's funny because I I forget which comic said this, and I believe. It was Seinfeld, but uh, but I don't know. I mean, he could have just been saying, it's never the audience's fault. That's right. But I yeah. have been in situations, though, where it's just not a good environment. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a good place to have comedy. Oh, Someone for sure. thought it was a good... Oh, and, know. you know, and that makes a difference. Energy, dynamic... Like, comedy's very intimate. You can yes. have a band in the corner playing at a cocktail party and people are yapping and they're not engaged, mm. but they can hear the music behind. Mm-hmm. But comedy, you need people's attention. Yes. Yeah. And that's where we've been, you know, stuck in situations where, especially for me, maybe earlier in my career, where it's like, it's not going to work. Like, it's a great idea. I see what you want to accomplish, but yeah. is it going to work? How am I going to engage the crowd? And yeah. Well, we ask most comics now, like, the strangest comedy gig. So for Dean, I think he wins. <laughs> Kate Trevor Wilson, it was a baby shower. Uh, oh, wow. Dean was the bathroom of a bar mitzvah. Wow. Yeah, the serious? bathroom at the Ritz-Carlton. They wanted a comic to stand in there and just roast everyone whenever they came into the bathroom. Really? Yeah. At this kid's bar mitzvah. You, yeah. you, Frank, before the break, where's the strangest, like you're just oh, talking about? Oh, man. There's I've been a, a few. Um, but I you know. know what the problem is? You kind of store it in a place you don't want to <laughs> remember. Dark. I remember, and these people had had a good, had, it was a company, and they decided to do a barbecue in their backyard for, you know, a sort of like client appreciation. And it went okay, but it, they, they, the microphone, you know, I was like, wah, wah, yes. you couldn't oh, hear. And God. they just said, no, we're going to wait till it gets in a minute. No, we have lights. And the sun was going down and it was almost, it was twilight, but it was kind of dark. And yes. I'm facial, I got the facial expressions. Yes. And they said, no, we have a light. And they turned it on. It was the little porch, <laughs> little, <laughs> basically a bulb on behind me, behind me. So I, it was a silhouette show. Basically. That's so true. Darkness is important. I'm going to talk about it now. Uh, Daylight Savings Time is here, and I'm not <laughs> even joking. I just went to do a walkabout at my, another gig I'm doing at a, at a banquet hall, and I said, can these drapes be closed because I'm going to be on at 8 o'clock, and I want it dark, yeah. and it's going to be beaming yeah. sun, beautiful in June. So we'll talk more about some stuff as we get behind the joke here on Inside Jokes. Talk Radio, AM 640. This is Kay Trevor Wilson. You're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi. Akeem Optical makes fine, fine eyewear. This is uh, Inside Jokes. That's what we're doing here with Dean Young from talkhole.co. Oh, yeah. First time I pronounce the L. And uh, thanks, Techie Tom. And uh, Frank Spadone. Yes. In the home. <laughs> and I have this uh, strong uh, friendship, affection for my brother, Frank, who was the first one to uh, ask me. I actually asked him to be uh, op- to open for him at a theater show because I'd never done a theater show before. Yeah. And it was him and Angela Sarukas a couple of years ago now, probably a year and a half. And when Frank was on stage, I was backstage with Angelo and he was giving me tips. And um, he basically said, in all honesty, like get in front of audiences that where it's not going to be easy. Because I was saying, I think this is going to be okay for me because mm-hmm. I have a built-in audience, which is Frank yeah. and Angelo's <laughs> fans that night. And even from there, Frank's asked me back to do other ones. And 
French audience is really good to me because it's an easy, easy route. But but you fit the the demographic and why it's and that's why I ask you because they appreciate it too. Like you know, you, you, it's oh, first of all, there's the ethnicity thing yeah. that everybody loves, and you, you you know you've grown up a lot a lot like us. But there's also the whole other thing. You know, you talk about your mom. You talk yeah. about you know being uh, separated, Cougar. being yeah, yeah, having your kids. Like my 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 wife's friend loves that joke about you being at the clubs, <laughs> and and I'm mean, I want to give away jokes but yeah. about how you know you got to call your kids to come pick you up like and she's laughing because she's like i did that my 19 year old son had to pick me up at a nightclub because i had so a couple true. too many and it's it, it's that kind of real stuff yeah that, that people but 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 it's good to i know Ange said it's good to do hard audiences yeah. and that is true mm-hmm. because it humbles you. you you know you don't want to get it's weird you don't want to get too low because because you know it could kind of destroy you inside because you know comics we're so in our head oh yeah even while we're on stage we're on our head oh, worst yeah. enemy the- like that dean thing posting your ticket on that's that's hardcore it's good but it's being hard on yourself yeah but well, i love doing that in <laughs> <general>. there's <laughs> self-deprecation but we're we, we're you know comics everyone's like oh what is it about you guys it's weird. We like punishing ourselves a little bit. Like we'll beat ourselves up to a point where you can't do it too much. You yeah. got to be real. You got to, yeah. uh, but then, you know, you got to appreciate the, you got to know, like by doing, let's say a theater show, like how you were on with me and Ed, you got to know that, Hey, this is, this is also available. Like this mm-hmm. is here. This is what I strive for. This is what I enjoy doing. That's so true. I, I, I tell you, I almost quit comedy at one point. Cause I'm like, what am I doing? I'm doing a bunch of these things. I'm going all over the city performing for four people, three people. <laughs> Yeah. 10 yeah. people. I'm like, what am I doing? What kind of career? What did I just pick? Yeah. My dad was right. He was like, what are you doing? <laughs> he didn't know what I was doing. He saw me like I used and I would work out like I told you I during the day. And then at night I go do shows. He didn't. I don't want. How do I tell an yes. Italian ethnic man? I'm yes. doing stand up comedy. What? They don't, yeah. So I go, I'm just I'm going. And then he asked my sister, what's he doing? He's he's entertaining people. And he thought I was stripping. Because <laughs> it's a ladies there. He's just no, there's men there too. Oh, my God. <laughs> And uh, breaking it to Italian parents, my parents, that being a female Italian, oh, try that's to tell even them tougher. That. A female going out at night, yeah, you know, telling what's she jokes. doing, telling you make making the men happy, yeah. <laughs> anyway. My mom, I think I always say, I think my mom would have been happier if I was a paid tramp because <laughs> that's more respectable than this. That she understands, this she doesn't understand. See, but I had that moment after <laughs> where, after doing all those shows, like, yes. oh, what am I doing, man? Like, what is this? Is this a weird dream? Like, really, where I. I, then I got asked to open for Ron. Uh, Ron James. Ron James at the Laugh Resort Huge. when it used to exist in that on Lombard, which yes. was such a. There That's was, where I started. Yeah, there was. Yeah. A, it was an amazing energy. Amazing. In that room. that was one it. of the. This is what we talk about. Good places. That place. Yeah. You really had to be. You know, have a bad night to to not do well. It in was that a place. Yeah. It was a great room. energy in that yeah. room, and I opened for for Ron James, and it was like, oh, this is what it's about. This is and and still to this day. I, I thank the, the you know Ellen who was the manager and Ron for allowing me to be on because it was that moment was where that I Jim, realized Jim Vander yeah Vanderburg. but I think Ellen yeah I think Jim I think he took a hiatus at the I think he, oh. he left to do TSN and uh, I think Ellen was the one who I remember getting a call from Ellen and uh, she's like and I did it and I'm like wow this is what it, when I looked at Ron you know with and he had people coming this is what you want you you want an audience that's going to find you. It's one thing to find your act. It's one thing to find your act and who you are on stage and everything. But then your audience will come to you because they'll like your stuff. They'll appreciate your thing. I'm lucky I have that to a degree. And obviously Mm -hmm. you always want it to grow. 
But that's the thing. When you put on a theater show, it's your, that's why it does become almost easier in a sense. They're here. They love your stuff. They're mm-hmm. already convinced. They're like, who's well, no, this they're guy? your fan. Yeah, they're but your fan. I, yeah, it's a cheat for me. I always, I never lie. I, I'm very open on this show because there's so many comics who've done their time, and I never say once. I never went on tour like all you guys did. I've never done the hard times. Like I took a hiatus from those early days at Laugh Resort and got into radio instead. And um, and that now that I've been back, I've been jumped right into being able to do these theater shows. What well, a cheater! But it's also <laughs> like it, it, you know, it, it is really good to get out there and to to go outside yeah. your comfort zone. Like I love doing new formats and doing new rooms and stuff, mm-hmm. and just pushing myself because every night out there can't be a warm bath, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's For also sure. there's also Toronto's interesting because it's our hub for comedy in Canada. Like everybody comes here from all the other cities. All the industry is based here. Mm-hmm. Everybody acting, all the stuff, everything showbiz is based in Toronto. But for stand-up, it's so oversaturated in a way. People have so many options every single night. You mm-hmm. always forget as a comic based out of here, you go off, you do work out of town and mm-hmm. hit the road and stuff. And then you remember, oh, right, I make money doing this. <laughs> then you come back to Toronto and you're doing those rooms Frank talks about so- where it's like, Four people, maybe, and then a back of the room is all comics on their phones yes. waiting to do their time. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Um, for sure. We'll, we'll talk more with Frank Spadone after the break. You were talking about um, uh, opening for Ron James. We're going to talk about more people you open for. Yeah, and uh, kind of stuff behind the scenes of those shows because oh. they're so much fun. Uh, more on that on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM six forty. Hi, this is Sugar Sammy, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra the Cruiser Carusi. Mm-mm-mm, gotta get me some of that. Talk Radio AM 640 with Frank Spadone, and of course, Dean and Techie Tom, just an intimate little group. This yeah. is the biggest audience I've played to, actually, in a long time. This is <laughs> no, nice, though, right? It's like a, I love a, this. a dreary day outside. Friends, it's yeah. nice and warm in here. We're just yeah. playing jazz, baby. We're yeah, just playing for a jazz. Sunday night of the long weekend, which yeah. is probably going to be that's what boiling it feels, hot. It, no, but that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> that, it feels like, you know when I feel like I'm at a cottage with a couple of friends just, yeah. just yeah. talking. That's what this show's supposed to yeah. be. See? It's behind the joke. We want to know from a comic. And you, you open for Ron James, but you've also yeah. opened for Jeremy Hotz. Yes. Yeah. That's a big artist. Russell Peters. Yes. That's big. That was more in the club days. Like, uh, yucks and stuff when we, you know, it was funny because <laughs> Russ used to live in Woodbridge. Yes. And guess who else did for a while? <laughs> hey, what's happening? The Italian kid. And, uh, yeah, and that was always fun. And that, 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 that was another eye-opener. Like, you know, in the beginning, Russ had, it was the Indian crowd that followed him. And then yep. as he kept going, you just kept seeing more and more white people. And it's funny, my sister said it. My sister's like, like when I first started doing comedy, mm-hmm. oh, have you ever met this guy, Russell? <laughs> or is it Peter? Even this is the 90s. People, and, still, but yeah. people still screw up his name. Even the Indians are like, who's that Peter Russell guy? <laughs> There's a quick copy guy near uh, my wife's dance studio up in Richmond Hill. His name's Tom. He's so funny. He's like this, the, the, the Indian Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> yeah, man. Do your do those things, man. <laughs> Look at the eyes. Everything is man. Hey, you know the Peter Russell man? How's your friend doing, man? Every Canadian comic gets asked that, by the way. Yeah. As soon as you leave Toronto, oh, you're a stand. Do you know Russell Peters? No. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But yeah, I. 
Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. Go you were no, no, I've that. been no, I've been like like with him. It was more that, and uh, you know, we were the ethnic guys, so it was like Meange, uh, you know, yeah. Gilson, uh, uh, yeah, Gilson. Ron, Ron Jossel, Filipino, oh, Ron Jossel, Martha yeah. Chavez, you know, yes. the, a lot of ethnic. I, and I'm forgive me if I miss anybody, but well, you guys did the ethnic show just for laughs as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and it's funny. Ange and I decided to do. Um, and it was funny because Russ was supposed to be part of this, but his career uh, took a weird turn. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was called the United Colors of Comedy, and it was me, Ange, and then we had uh, wow. Sam, Sugar Sammy, uh, Ron, wow. Ron Jossel, and Gilson. So we wanted to do like an ethnic show because at the time, a lot of people were doing individual. Like this is sort of the Italian, you know, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to cater to the Italians. And Ange would do his Greek stuff. And, you know, everyone mm-hmm. was kind of doing their own ethnicity without let's combine it. and, and Brilliant. Just get everyone. Well, expose and even do each other a favor, mm-hmm. expose each other to each other's audience and realize how, you know, and that's when I realized how universal some of the stuff could be. Like whether I'm talking about a Catholic saint, you know, the Greeks can relate it to mm-hmm. one of their saints or I don't know what they believe. Like so those, true. One of those Greek mythology, you know, whatever. <laughs> You know, it's funny how things kind of. Well, it's funny you said that. So little young Mark Anthony was here. Yeah. And I like uh, I like to take him like a son and book him in some stuff. And little. He's little, pretty big. He's a giant. He's a giant. Yeah. He's like he's six a big five. boy. Yeah. Uh, and like I big, even. He looks like a big, big like sort of kid. Yeah. He <laughs> does. He's a, we, uh, what do you call him? Not um, Baby Huey. Yeah. He looks yeah. a bit Huey. like that. Yeah. Remember that? Uh, but he was saying he played Saskatchewan. And I said, how did that work? Did your. Italian, oh, he played Texas or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you've been doing this in so many markets, and I've asked you so many times too. And you just said that it does work a lot of that stuff. It does, but you know, obviously, you can't get as specific on yeah. certain things. Like if I'm playing for an Italian crowd, and this is the problem I run into is I'll do a bunch of those shows. Let's say I'm I'm geared to do a bunch of Italian stuff, and then mm-hmm. I got to do like more of a mainstream show. And still, some of the family stuff, obviously, it's just a character. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you watch The Sopranos, it's a bunch of Italians. You Everyone understands whatever, mm-hmm. or whatever other show, Everybody Loves Raymond. But then it's like, I can't do, it's like, oh man, okay, where am I going to put there? And I've done that where I've started a joke. I'm like, oh my God, they're not going to get yes. this. Uh, Me too. And it goes, and then I fix it. Somehow yes. I, I anglify it. Why it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why it out? I make it work. I think I got it from you because when I do my mom stuff, I could just do the accent and get away with it and everybody yeah. gets an yeah. old Italian lady. Yeah. But as soon as I get a little too Italian, like on certain stuff, I, I'm with you. You, you have to be able yeah. to just Yeah, go if with you it. get like too regional. Like I was doing this one on the tour and it's like, you know, small town Saskatchewan and stuff, oh, but dear. it's about like- That's what I'm afraid of. It's about having <laughs> this whole thing about why I t- was explaining to my mom why I don't want to have kids. But in it, there's this part about Italian people growing their own tomatoes. <laughs> so everybody gets that right away as long as sure. I'm not too regional or even Natish Sakuja. Well, you're white though. You could do that. Well, it's actually. I'm white. I could do anything. Don't you think, Frank? But but Eric Johnston does that. Like he's a white and Jerry D. Yeah, like you know, if you have experiences, but that's such a great reference. Like it's like Italian people growing their own tomatoes. Like you want your own thing. You know, like you don't want to buy it at the store or whatever. (laughs) You know, it's it's everyone can relate, and that's the stuff you got. You got to you got to know that. Well, fine line. Yeah, you pioneered a lot of uh, jokes over the years, and I use that word because um, you have and. Uh, we're going to talk more because I've, I've, I've come to you about mentoring uh, on some stuff because I don't want to step over stuff you've done 
because I think I I accidentally absorbed the material because I've watched you so th- much. Yeah, and I think, and performed but, with you, so I have to be careful. No, but I think a lot of comics do. Like whether I'm watching anybody on, let's say on, like not the, and that's and it's funny because you try not to watch too much comedy because yes. you are afraid Angela that you that. might yeah. you might you might subconsciously do Retain something. It. Yeah. But it's great to see what's working for people, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh wow, you know, because sometimes we're again we're our worst enemy. We think everyone else is doing awesome, and we're not. But yeah, it, 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 it's that battle. That's the comedy, you know? Yeah. We, well, we'll talk uh, about that. That's artistry. That's artists. Yeah, more with Frank Spadone after the break on Talk Radio AM 640. Hey, this is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And you are listening to Sandra Carusi on Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640. Pants optional. Helping you see comedy better is Hakeem Optical. Frank, you wear glasses. Yeah, I do. That makes and us, contacts. That's a perfect segue into the plug for Hakeem Optical. Actually, See? you know what? If I may. Yes. May. I, uh, a little, this is just how how much Hakeem Optical works. Why? I went into a pizza, a local pizza shop the other night, and the old man working there, he made me wait out, he made me wait till he had two cigarettes out front. <laughs> then he came in, he didn't wash his hands, he pretended oh, to wash God. his hands only because I was watching. Then before he gave me my pizza, he slid the tip cup across the counter in front of me and stared me in the eyes until I put change in it. Disgusting. But then on my way out, he hands me my pizza and he goes, nice sunglasses. And those were my Ray-Ban aviators from Hakeem Optical. Look out. Your eyes, my babies. Your out. eyes can have it all. See? Look at that. It's <laughs> yeah. like your eyes have, like Techie Tom's going, yeah, man. He, yeah. He, he gets a lot. I see you guys in <laughs> pictures with your Ray-Bans and yeah. I cry. And Vince Tedesco. Yeah. And Tevin. Yeah. My lovers. I love it. And thanks to Against the Grain here at the Chorus Key for their yummy food each and every week. It's good food and the, probably is. the best patio in the city uh, for the summer. Time to visit. Right on Lake Ontario. Yeah. Get yourself a beverage. Try the Hawaiian Veg Head Burger. Yes. I personally recommend. Mm, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So Seriously? good. Right? Yeah. yeah. Hawaiian. Hang on. Is there pineapple on it? Oh, you know there is. Right People on. People are yeah. so, so divided pineapple. on that. Thanks to Lena Brocker, her Lena Brocker. You hear that, single ladies? I love pineapple. <laughs> yeah. Well, here we go. I was oh, gonna say, because of the my flavor. Wife, my wife likes it too. Oh well. Oh boy, you guys are wonderful in this, her smoothies. My anyway. hair. How's my hair, by the way? You guys like my wonderful. hair? Wonderful. Yeah, Lena Brocker. Nice. Lena Brocker. Thank you yeah. for asking. In Port Credit, you could check her out. And actually, I'm doing a show in Port Credit June 9th. So are you, Dean? Yeah. With Carla Collins and Humble Howard. No way. Yeah. Howard Glassman, yeah. That's I'm awesome. doing a show, KJ Preston. Yeah, that's going to be great for our mag house, a women's shelter in Mississauga. Yeah, that's going to be June 9th, time. is that? Yeah. That's, that's, thanks Thanks for repeating that. Is that June fantastic. 9th? And where, then, where can we get tickets? <laughs> well, we'll talk about that listing with Dean <laughs> okay. Young. And a celebrity limousine getting to me to all my gigs on time. And actually, when I... Uh, when I did a gig for you, Frank, at Richmond Hill Center with the doo-wops, oh, was it was that? a snowstorm. Oh, yeah. And a celebrity got me there. Like, who was driving in that? I wasn't. So they, A they celebrity got was, though. A celebrity. They're a celebrity kind of people. Look out. Um, before the break, we were talking about the pioneering uh, Frank Spadone, um, because there's two industries in this country. There's the ethnic entertainment and comedy industry, and then there's the white like the mainstream. the mainstream. Yeah. Well, there's mainstream and then there's like everything else. It could okay, be ethnic. Yeah. It could be just someone's got a niche going on yes. of their own. Yep. But until you hit that big sort of status, you're sometimes playing to both and it, you know, and you're juggling and you're in between. It's hard so. to yeah. do that. 
Because it, you never want to be pigeonholed, obviously, as the Italian comic. Yeah. Which I think you've done a good job coming out, like doing both sides. Like I love doing them. Yes. But I, you only, you know, like how many ideas, how much can you talk about? And, and you know, things always come, but I yeah. didn't want to just rely on that. And I did want to just, and I did, when I did comedy, I was doing comedy clubs to start. I didn't mm-hmm. say, hey, I'm going to, I'm at this uh, Italian fundraiser and I'm going to try to tell a couple of jokes and that, that's how it starts for some people yes. I'm not saying it's a bad thing but I I got into it saying you know I like comedy you were serious about and, it and enough people but the weird thing was is I say I was doing photography before and and people would say tell that story about your mom and then I and oh you should do stand-up well who's gonna care about my mom you know with like who's gonna relate and it turns out that they like that stuff mm-hmm. then I realized there was a whole other side where you're just performing for that audience and that that was almost easier mm-hmm. and it's great but I always loved still doing the clubs and be see that's the challenge to be relatable to everybody yeah right oh boy and 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 that's that's I, we love like Real people in the, you know, some people, it's weird. Some people just want to do this kind of stuff, whether you're any kind of artist for the fame or for the, I really enjoy the craft of making jokes and, and, and Mm -hmm. that challenge. And I think that's a real artist, like Mm -hmm. a real performer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, I, what I liked when I saw you recently, I think Dean, you were there that night. It was, uh, I think a showcase. Oh no. It, anyway, it was at the Drake. Yeah. Yeah. And you did the first time I heard you do the joke on escape rooms. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I loved. And I thought, look at, good for you. Oh, I know Vince was, sorry, Vince Tedesco yeah. was with me. And I said, Vince, look at this. This is great because it's very topical now. People are into it. Plus, you're in a Toronto room, the Drake, mm-hmm. very hip, different audience yeah, than and, usual. And probably no, maybe people who probably haven't heard of me. Which yes. is which is great. Like maybe yes. younger. That's and that's the other thing. When you're yeah. young, you're like, oh, I'm too young. I don't have enough experiences. There's a couple older people in the crowd. And then when you start getting yes. older and you have all this experience, like, man, am I still relative? There's a bunch of young people in the crowd. Yes. Like, yeah. This is the battle we constantly. Well, but we love it at the same time. It's so weird. Well, I did She Dot Festival, and I was very nervous because I had that's comedy bar, and I haven't done a Toronto club. Like I'm again, I'm spoiled. I do the Italian fundraisers, and that was like that? a great. That was a great thing for you to do. Yeah, that was one of these places where it's like, okay, here's some stuff you should. Yes. Be trying. Yeah. And so when, because I knew I couldn't do my ethnic stuff, I went to gender stuff. So yeah. I did my female stuff. It was a female comedy yeah. festival, but. The audience was mixed, but I you have to know what to do, especially when I've been so spoiled, right? Yeah, so yeah. Um, the, I guess the message, I guess, for new comics who always like contact me sometimes about the show and they want to know about getting into comedy is be versatile, be ready to abandon material, yep. right? When you hit the stage, Frank. Yeah. And uh, don't be married to one kind of genre of material that you're doing because then, sure. if you want to be broad appeal, I think. To- and you always have to like... You always have to be working on new stuff, and then it's like a rock tumbler, right? Like your 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 big hone stuff that mm-hmm. becomes your hour and becomes your second hour, and all that stuff that comes and goes oh, through God. the polish. Second hour, time, whatever I'm, it is. I maybe right? have a good thirty, maybe twenty minutes. Nah, you got a good do you thirty, have Frank, because you have a DVD. I don't even know. Like I we're just talking about know set got... times. How about you, Dean? You show off. Well, the what I'm. It's like the hour I'm doing on that album hour. this summer is that's like a really, that's my solid. Good for you. Yeah. We'll talk about that. In Montreal in January, I thought, let me do an hour and 10. And I think <gasps> I was on for an hour and a half or an hour wow. and 35. Because Kenny Robinson recently did like a did two like hours or something. Three or something. Yeah. yeah. Was, wow. He did yeah. three. But something. there's no better feeling too than like when you have, when you go out and do something new for the first time and it just lands. Yes. Yeah. And it's still going to completely change over time, but it's just, that's like the best high, right? That's what we're always chasing. You know what? 
bugs me though, Dean, you when you do that first one and maybe yeah. you're excited, it goes awesome. All right, I nailed yeah. it. I don't even yeah. have to. and then you do it again like a few <laughs> days later and it's like, what happened? They yeah. laughed at this and now it's not really there. It's so weird. Okay, we're yeah. gonna talk more after the break on Inside Jokes, Talk Radio AM six forty. I'm Maggie Casella, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with my friend Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. Nailed it. I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey-Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. We talked before about getting your finances in order for buyers. Well, today's tip is for sellers to get their finances in order before they list, including a conversation about bridge financing. What do you mean? In today's hot market, make sure that you're not walking away from a fabulous offer just because the closing date is a couple of days or weeks later than the closing date of the property you already purchased. It's not as costly as you think, and it'll give you some peace of mind with pre-approved bridge financing options. For anyone that I can help, call or email me with any questions. Call her now, hgp at bosleyrealestate.com, 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra. Now back to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640 and HD Radio. Talk Radio AM 640, Frank Spadone, my friend, my mentor. I know other people like are sick of this, but he did put me on stage and let me open for him as a truly unproven, unknown individual. And uh, I think I've grown. It's given me a lot of confidence and... Um, Thanks for that. So And so he's going to be at May 26th at the Phoenix um, with a lot of great people. And Frank, what else you got coming up? I'm going to be at Absolute Comedy in Toronto, mm-hmm. uh, June. Oh, man. Yeah, third week of June. Uh, third Go, week. Si- you're going to post it. 16, yeah, right. 17. Don't worry, we'll yeah, edit everything. I'll post it. <laughs> um, we have so much great stuff. It's been so fun talking about you. Quickly, I just want to ask you about physical comedy quickly. Yes. Because we, you and I talk about this. Sebastian Maniscalco um, has come to fame, but you were doing it long before him. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I just know I was doing it before, but it's, like, it's, it's funny because really when you write the joke, you write it to be funny, you know, verbally. And, and then, then you, add you in. stick it, and then somehow it sticks in. I remember my wife saying to me early when we were first married, I guess in 2006, she goes, you know what I really like about your comedy, Frank, is you need to keep going with that animated stuff. Like, yes. you know, I do the joke about, you know, the the, the, the mom dancing the with groom, the son at the, the wedding, best. and I fall, oh I just, I fall right on the floor, and she goes, and when you try to get up, just it's your so physicality, funny. even my wife now, she says, you know, about my posture is no good, and I talk about how this is how we walk, because it's our <laughs> ethnicity, and... <laughs> And it gets really good. And it, I've always been animated, even with just facial expressions. People yes. always say, oh, your facial expressions are always oh, great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But Sebastian really found something that works for him. And it's funny because when you look, you're like, that Sebastian. Like, it's him and his face. Yeah, he's right? great. And it, he looks like Fonzie. Yeah, he's got that Fonzie look. Yes. And, but it's you even, said that to me. Yeah, and I yeah. went, yeah, that's why I crush on him because I, lo- I used to crush used on to Fonzie. Fonzie. Yeah. I used to love Scott Bale. Me too. Cha- uh, uh, Chach? Chachi. The Chach. That went downhill for him quick. Um, but, but speaking, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. But also the way he talks, you, what's wrong with <laughs> yeah. the people? Yeah. Like people, it's his thing. It's his thing. It's Brilliant. like, it's it just like, again, going to a musician. That's their sound. That's yes. their thing. And that's. Yeah. 
when I, I, I shortly after I saw him perform, I picked up accidentally. We talked about it earlier in the show when you pick up nuances from other comics or even material. And I picked up that talking, and I try to do it as a female because it won't be as noticeable. <laughs> and then I asked him on the red carpet at GFL, I go, Does that ever happen to you? He was almost like standoffish, like, What do you mean you're ripping me off? And I'm like, No, I'm just ripping off your kind of the way you talk, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, anyway, he's great and he's done so well. And obviously, so have you, Mr. Spadone. And, uh, Thank you uh, for coming on. And uh, Dean's going to have the listings coming up. Oh, yeah. May 26th at the Phoenix. Don't forget. Yeah. Come see us in Port Credit. Oh, Port Credit, June 9th. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, always thanks to Hakeem Optical, Techie Tom, Dean Young, and uh, Mr. Frank Spadone. Lots to come uh, this summer at the Pizza Fest and all kinds of stuff. Pizza Fest. I'm doing in Vaughn with uh, some good. Stevie Spring B. love. So um, thank you. And please check us out on social media and uh, let us know how we're doing, what you think of the show and who you'd like to see and hear on Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640. Hi, it's Techie Tom and it's time for this week's comedy listings. Join us Friday, May 26 at the famous Phoenix Concert Theatre in Toronto for Hits and Giggles, a live fundraiser for our very own Sandra Carusi. Featuring live comedy from Frank Spadone and the Duops, musical performances by Danny Strong and Simone Denny, celebrity chef Rob Rainford, and more. Tickets at ticketweb.ca. And Tuesday, June 6th, don't miss a special edition of Tinder Tales, live at the Royal Cinema in Toronto. Real stories about love, sex, and heartbreak from Toronto's favorite stand-ups and storytellers. And now for our Comedy Rx, this week featuring Frank Spadone. You know what question I forgot to ask my wife? If she likes sports. My wife hates sports. I can watch hours of her entertainment this, Canadian next top that, American that, this. I can watch extra, extra that. I can watch hours of these shows, and the minute I turn it, I come, I work the weekends. I just want to watch one hockey game on a Tuesday. No, the minute I turn that TV on, there she is in my ear. Oh, here we go. Three hours of my life down the tubes. Hey, I got to watch this crap. These men smashing up against each other. It's all about violence for you men. Yes, it's all about violence. That's why there's violence in the world. Do you know that? That's why, because you men rule the world. That's right. That's, yeah, and then that's why there's wars, because you men rule the world. You know, if women rule the world, there'd be no wars. Do you know that? If women rule the world, there'd be no wars. No, absolutely. If women rule the world, there'd be no wars. No, just a bunch of jealous countries not talking to each other. <laughs> Another amazing Comedy Rx to wrap up our show. Thanks again, Dean Young, Techie Tom, and our intern Courtney for all the help. And you can check me out on Instagram or Twitter at Sandra underscore Carusi. Or on Facebook, Santa Cruz Official. And uh, check us out on social media for the show at Inside Joke 640. We welcome your feedback. Thanks for listening each and every week. I'm Santa Carusi, and you've been listening to Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640.